listening to the Agent Survival Guide podcast. A podcast for today's insurance agents. Informing. Educating. Empowering. Improving the way you do business in an industry that's anything but static. In today's episode, how much life insurance is enough? How do you determine the right amount of coverage? We outline just that in three ways to calculate your client's life insurance needs, written by Lily Joins. There are three common ways to determine a client's life insurance needs. The multiple of income approach, a human life value approach, and capital needs analysis. The latter two methods are more sophisticated and allow you to address the specific needs and concerns of your client's survivors. Let's start with the multiple of income approach. It is the simplest method for estimating your client's life insurance needs. The goal of this approach is to replace the primary breadwinner's salary for a predetermined number of years. Begin by multiplying the client's current annual income by how many years they want to provide financial support for their survivors. The recommendation is to have 7 to 10 years of life insurance. It's an easy method, but it does not take into account the specific needs of survivors. Other sources of funds, such as the survivor's income and investments, or different types of family structures. For example, this method may work well for a family with one child, but might not work as well for a family with six children. It also does not take into account inflation or future salary increases. Using this approach may lead to over-insuring or under-insuring your clients, but it is a start. Second, the human life value approach is a method that considers your client's age, gender, occupation, current and future earnings, and employee benefits. There are several steps to determining the overall value of the client if they were to die today. Estimate the client's earnings from now until a set point in the future, typically their expected retirement age. Be sure to factor in future wage increases as well. Subtract the insured's annual taxes and living expenses from the total. It's usually safe to assume 30% of their salary will go to taxes. Select an assumed rate of return on the remaining total and subtract it from the gross amount. In other words, subtract the interest you expect the money to earn. Add the cost of additional benefits provided through employment, such as health care, that will need to be replaced when the client dies. Remember to account for inflation. The primary goal of this method is to replace income lost. It does not necessarily account for funeral costs, children's educational expenses, or other specific future needs. Finally, the capital needs analysis is the most widely used approach for estimating life insurance coverage. In addition to replacing the client's salary, It also accounts for other sources of income and the specific needs of survivors. This method factors in current and future income of both the insured and surviving spouse. 
immediate lump sum cash needs upon death, such as funeral expenses, debt repayment, and mortgage payoff. Future expenses, such as college, weddings, long-term care expenses, and retirement funding, and existing family assets, retirement funds, or insurance policies. Once all future needs are taken into consideration, there are then two ways to calculate how much insurance the client needs based on how they want to utilize the funds in the future. The first is the earnings-only approach. The survivors will live off only the investment earnings of the policy without cashing in the principal value. This method is preferable if the client wants funds to be available for their children after their spouse has also died. Like any investment, this method is subject to the risk of changing market interest rates. To provide a sufficient income stream, the death benefit is usually significantly higher than in the liquidation approach. With the liquidation approach, the surviving beneficiary utilizes a portion of the principal as well as the investment earnings. There is more risk with this approach, particularly if the investment earns less than originally predicted. The surviving spouse may not have sufficient income to live on for the remainder of their life. No matter which method you choose to calculate your client's life insurance needs, it is always a good idea to have a baseline estimate of their survivor's future financial needs to ensure the policy will provide sufficient support. Getting a life insurance policy is the smartest thing your clients can do to show their family they care. Be sure to visit our show notes for links to more related articles and podcast episodes, including a great episode on combining life insurance and long-term care products. That is it for this episode of the Agent Survival Guide podcast. If you like what you heard here today, subscribe to the show to make sure you don't miss out on any of our new episodes. You can do that on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever it is you get your podcasts. Thanks so much for doing that, and thank you for listening. We will see you next episode.